Hi everyone, Sam here. Just wanted to warn you about this episode. We ran out of tape right at the very end of our road trip and we had to record the last couple of minutes on my phone. So there's a slight shift in sound quality right at the very end of this episode, but I'm sure it won't affect your enjoyment. Enjoy the show. Fix the World Podcast with Sam and Katie. Welcome to Fix the World Podcast. This is a, a very special episode because we are in a car. Road trip! Road tripping! And it's not Route 66, it's the M6 yeah. we're going on. Where, where are we going, Kate? We're going to a gig in Wigan, which means we're going to go on the M58, which is my favourite motorway. Oh, it's mine too. Is it? Yeah. Because it's, it's nice. It's nice and small. And, and it's, it's always quiet. It's never that busy, is no. it? No. And it's close to home. Yeah. And it feels like there's, I've never witnessed a traffic jam on there in my life, so let's see if I've jinxed the whole trip. Yeah, well, I have. I've seen, I've seen a couple because I used to live work in Skem. For my sins. Oh wow. Yeah, Sunny Scam. What did you do in Scam? I worked for the Farmers Union. Oh yeah, the Farmers Union in yeah. Scam. Scam's just roundabouts, isn't it? Oh, and the the Connie, which is Scam's shopping centre, stinks of chopped pork. <laughs> <laughs> I like pork, but not not the stench of it. No, follow me. Yeah, it's like clings to your skin. <laughs> I always think there's a there's a dog food factory that we have to drive past when we go to Rachel's mum's and it, the whole town stinks of this dog food. It's just vile. Yeah. Just, like if you work there, you just stink of dog food all well, the time. Well, we went past. We were no. I think when when my son was little, we were at Sandhill Station and we could smell this really foul smell. And and because it's outdoors, the station and it's right in the middle of all these factories, isn't it? And he went, "What's that smell?" And I went, "It's the dog food factory." I didn't know if it was. <laughs> and he went, well, why does it smell like that? I went, because they're crushing up the bones of all the little animals that the dogs eat. <laughs> why would you say that to a kid? Some of the things you've said to your lad are <laughs> very disturbing. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's only knowing that he's turned out to be all right that uh, it hasn't had an impact, has yeah, it? Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't reached that um, breaking point yet <laughs> where it'll all come rushing back to him the time Sarah told him that he had a Siamese twin that lived in the loft. Oh, my. <laughs> Siamese! So he had this little, you know, when, when lads have their hair cut dead shorts, and he had this little tiny bit with like a little tiny, tiny spot where there's no hair, a little tiny one. But he, he'd come in one day, he went, What's this, mum? And I went, Oh, that's just a scar from where they separated your Siamese twin. <laughs> and he nearly died. Aww. And I went, It's all right, he lives in the loft, but he's naughty, so we keep him there. <laughs> and he just was like, What? And then another time, uh, we walked past Planters Nut Factory because we were going to pick up a parcel and uh, you could smell the, the nuts being roasted and he went, oh, what's that smell? About five or six. And I went, it's the Nut Factory. And he just went in, in aesthetics because he was like all about toilet humour. He was like, haha, nuts, Nut Factory nuts, pointing to his balls. <laughs> and I went, yeah, what happens is when your baby nuts fall off, you put them under the pillow <laughs> <laughs> and the Nut Fairy comes to take them. <laughs> the Nut Fairy. <laughs> And he went white. Oh. <laughs> oh. You would think that though, if your parents, that's the thing, if your parents tell you anything, you believe it for a while, don't you? Yeah, well, my nan told us she was, she was running up in Gales Wimbledon. <laughs> Gales Wimbledon? Yeah, so that, that's why it was like a plausible lie, because it wasn't like a one Wimbledon. Yeah. It was like, I was running up in Gales Wimbledon in, in, in 1942, and I don't even think Wimbledon happened because the <laughs> war was on. Because, and uh. the reason she said it is because we had this big, like, silver place on the wall in her house. It was like a big decorative, horrible thing. And she used to say that was the trophy she won in Girls Wimbledon. <laughs> she also had a, a scar on her arm from when she got a booster job when she was a kid. And in those days, like, needles were just horrible. And 
she said that was when she got shot by the Germans in the war. <laughs> in the war. <laughs> and she probably started to believe that after a while, didn't she? If you yeah. say something enough. I just, I love these little, like, family. They become legends, don't they? But yeah. they're, just, they're just people lying. Just, just lying. people making stuff yeah. up. It's great that my granddad used to say, um, yeah, he'd fought in the war and he hadn't. And uh, he used to say that he he, he was um, cock of the estate, he used to say. He was like, if there was any problems in the estate, he'd sort it out. But he was, he was five foot one. He had flat feet. <laughs> and I don't think he's ever been in a fight in his life. Just, yeah, but Hitler was small. And yeah, look at him, he yeah. caused murder. Hitler, that's it, the size is No, you should lie to your kids. My son thought I was a helicopter pilot in the Falklands. Oh, okay, that's a good um, one. An Olympic gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you've got to ply them with lies, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I think you could introduce loads of like, especially Christmas times like that, like traditions. Because all traditions basically are started by someone just doing something weird. Like, yeah. And then it becomes normal because you do it every year. And I'm I'm all about it. Like Rachel's all about like starting new traditions at Christmas. Now we're gonna we'll have a Christmas Eve box and we'll give the kids pajamas. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let's tell them that Santa's a vegan. Or so, you know, <laughs> let's make something up yeah. and see how far we can take it. Hanging spaghetti bolognese off the tree. <laughs> let's, let's just start. Oh, my dad used to do it. You know, sticking your dick in the gravy, just like when he's old and he does yeah. that at his girlfriend's house. It's like, well, do you not do that? Doesn't everyone do that? My dad used to do that. Well, no, actually, I never saw my dad do it. He used to tell me. His gravy's dead salty. <laughs> oh, this is not best, though, is it? My dad uses best. All anecdotes, though, that, that get embellished to start with someone going, hey, guess what? And then they'll tell a story and it becomes like the Bible or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, that's it, the Bible. So, guess what, right? There was this man and his wife, and it was a bad weather forecast. So, they were like, we better get a boat and put the dog on it. And then over the years, <laughs> this family have just embellished it and embellished it yeah. by generation. And it ended up just being like, yeah, so God told him it was going to rain. And uh, he ended up with all the animals in the world. And it becomes a huge all. thing. Yeah, this like legend. That's all legend. The animals are all dead, well behaved. The, the, what is it when he f- the feeding of the 5,000? Yeah. It was just booze to you, wasn't it? It was just he got a carry out. <laughs> yeah. But no one saw the van arrive. So now it's like, oh no, he turned the water into wine. Definitely yeah. did. Or... You just cook too much pasta like everyone does <laughs> yeah which is easily done in it yeah do you know what i did the other day i cooked not enough pasta because i'm i'm sick of cooking too much pasta so i thought i'm just gonna put a normal amount in and it was nowhere near enough no. and my family were disappointed because i don't think this has ever happened in the history of humanity where someone's not someone's cooked, not enough, cooked pasta. enough pasta like there's loads left in the cupboard as well so it was just it was just a bad bad decision should we set the scene for the for the listeners yes please um so the scene is we are in a car on the way to a gig which is unusual we don't gig together that often do we no in fact uh, the last time we gigged together was probably about three years ago and it was in liverpool yeah it was in that little weird cafe in rose lane wasn't it oh yeah yeah i remember that um, and that so, man got up and started telling all like dead old fashioned like Bernie oh Winters jokes God. and that didn't he? I, it, doesn't he run the gig though? Is it him that runs oh, the no, gig? Oh no, it was his mate. His mate. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some shockers out there, isn't there? Let's be honest. <laughs> there's funny. some uh, uh, watching people get up for the first time and do stand up and not quite understanding that you, you should really probably write your own stuff. <laughs> people don't realise, do they? <laughs> yeah. And they get up and do stuff that's not just not theirs, it's wholly inappropriate for the audience. Definitely. Badly told and just yeah, pretty but we're on our way to a gig in sunny Wigan. Yeah. Woo-hoo. It's actually our first stadium gig, innit? We're doing the DW yeah. Stadium. Hello, Wigan! Yeah. You don't need to say that, Kate. We're <laughs> only in the lounge. 
Where are the pies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it from the back. <laughs> I worked I worked with a woman from Wigan and her husband had a pie shop in Wigan and he invented the pie. Oh, the stereotypes are just beaming off that story. Let me they? tell you the pie he invented because I was fascinated and excited at the same time. It was called a pea supper pie. So it was like a meat and potato pie, but before you put the lid on, you put a layer of mushy peas. Oh my god, that one's a genius. And my mouth is watering and thinking about it, right? I was so excited, I went to a cat. The next time you come into work, because she was part time, bring me one of them pies, because we're going to have it for me too. We're going to have it for me breakfast. Yeah. So she brought it in and I put it in the fridge and work, and I had this pie, I was thinking about it all day. And then it was a Friday, so I finished work, and on my way home from work, I got a portion of chips and a carton of peas. I really love peas by the way and um, I took it home and I put it in the oven to heat it up and like went up and got all like comfy and then I come down and got the pie out the oven and put the chips and the pie was horrible. Oh was it? I was so disappointed. Oh. And you know what? I'll think about that on my deathbed. That's a shame isn't it? When people go do you, do you have any regrets oh, on your deathbed? Yeah. It's like when you meet someone when you're young and they're absolutely stunning and then you got, get talking to them and they've just got no personality and you think oh what a shame. What a shame, you're so mm. boring. Yeah. I love that pie, sounded amazing, because I was thinking if I had invented a pie that good, I, I'd give it like the iPhone treatments, you know, like Steve Jobs used to do those big like PowerPoint presentations about what this pie is going to have. Yeah. And you'd have all these tech nerds going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I feel like I don't eat enough pies. No, I just I'd, really like, I don't know. I feel like we should have done this episode about pies <laughs> on the way to Wigan, because I've got so much I can talk about pies. <laughs> so here's many pie my, stories. Here's my pie peeve is when you get a pie in a pub there's a lot of peas in this sentence I know yeah a pea pie in a pub and it's got the lid on but the lid is like the flaky pastry it's not it's not attached to the side bits that's not a pie you mean like so what what's what's the bottom of the pie like Som- a dish sometimes it's a dish what do you call that that um it's a, still a pie it's a scamp that's what it is <laughs> it's a lie <laughs> I, I love free bentos pies. I, you, you can't knock free bentos. Can't you know? People slag them off. All those things like Angel Delights when we were kids that yeah. you used to, used to love. Why did you love them? Because they were great. That's I'm going to open a restaurant that just sells retro food like that. Free bentos. Free, free bentos pies and spaghetti hoops. And Fifteen quid. Fifteen. <laughs> you could charge that in Shoreditch. Yeah, just charge all this money. And uh, the original slush puppies, which even the the jag ones cost loads of money now, it'll be like three quid a pop. Yeah, the quality's gone out the window with slush puppies. I'm Mr. Freeze, I go mad. <laughs> go mad. <laughs> I get really I wrote to uh, Andy Burnham about this, even though I'm not done oh in the Greater Manchester area. My mate wrote to um Cadbury's because she got milk tray and like I'm the same. I lo- I used to love the Turkish delight one in milk tray. Oh yeah. And they swapped it for an apple crisp instead. Wow. And I was like what fucking animal has taken oh, over? No. Like the selection process of the chocolates that go into milk tray. Anyway, this day she comes in and went, I'm sending them a video, I'm so angry. Will you film me? <laughs> but the, the, she, she accidentally, she hadn't even thought about it. She had black trousers and a black polo neck on. Oh my god! I filmed her. She was literally, and Julie Wakeham, if you're listening to this, you did do this and it was hilarious. <laughs> she did this like absolutely fuming um, video blog. Said that that we she emailed oh, to Cabri's. Too good. They still, I don't even think they brought the Turkish to like back. Oh my god! And they probably thought she was dressed, you know, for the occasion. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Then she dived out the window at that the end was... of the. <laughs> <laughs>
That's brilliant, isn't it? That the uh, those adverts used to be great. I do think adverts in the eighties were, were were really good, but yeah. I think that's because you had to watch them because you did you didn't have a phone, so when the adverts came on, you couldn't fast forward or go on your iPad. Yeah, I still just... I still remember jingles from adverts. Yeah, I know the whole words from Umbongo. Oh. What a great advert that was. What a great drink. Bring that in the retro cafe. Because don't yeah. buy that anymore. I liked Umbongo. And Quattro. Remember Quattro? Quattro was good. That was nice. Yeah. And uh, I used to like the Carl and Black Label adverts. Yeah. Oh, listen, listeners. We're not just going to talk about old foods and drinks. Yeah, this isn't a Peter K DVD. <laughs> Do you remember this? Do you remember that? Hey. Do you remember Chlamydia? Oh, yeah. Tough to shift, wasn't it? Without the antibiotics. We all got rid of that over lockdown, though, thankfully. Not being able to go out in that. Yeah, you can't. You can't sleep around when you can't no. leave the house, can you? No. So, um, but yeah, we're on our way to Wigan, and we just thought we'd bring you uh, an episode from the car. Yeah, because we're time efficient. Yeah, and also you're going away, aren't you? Yeah, going on my old tomorrow. So it's exciting. So yeah, you we're doing this podcast, then you've got a gig. It's just like the last day in work, last day in school, and it? it's like you, you kind of clock off early, don't you? Just think, yeah, but this is the kind of job where. I'm not driving to it, so I can get ladders after I've been on stage. <laughs> and then Sam has to just drop me out and yeah. push me onto the kerb. I'm gonna all those clubs we were talking about last week. We're gonna find one of them afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. dance around our handbags. Definitely. Dance. Yeah. Umbongo and vodka, please. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just coming onto the M58 now. Um, do you want to describe your emotions as we approach your favourite motorway? You know what? I feel I feel nostalgic with this journey because <laughs> I used to like working in the farmers' union. Everyone who worked it was lovely. I just left because I just got sick of working in Skem. Well, it wasn't even in Skem. It was just like a little tiny bit out of Skem, yeah. which is short for Skelmersdale. People who aren't familiar with the, the place called Skem, but it's like it's like a fictional place, like Narnia. Yeah, it's. It, you, so you don't know it exists until you're there. Yeah, I'm surprised like a sci-fi show hasn't been based there. Probably kind of, like the boy I reckon the boy from space was filmed there. Yeah, one of those Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, and read programmes. Yeah, oh god, yeah, or Chucky. Oh that shit me up, Chucky. <laughs> that was on a quarter to five and it should have been on at twelve o'clock yeah, at night. It was, it was so fucking scary. Psychologically scarred. Oh my god, Chucky. Chucky, yeah. Horrible. So Chucky was filmed in Skem, you heard it here first. Yeah. And Skem is a real place. So our, our podcast, as you know, is called Fix the World, where we fix the world's problems one by one. And what are we fixing this week? We're fixing road trips. Because we're on a road trip, al- albeit not a very long road trip. Yeah, it's not Route 66. No, Sam. Wigan's not that far from Liverpool either. Wigan Wigan seems like 30 years away in the past from, yeah. from Liverpool, you might say, if you're going to be horrible to the people of Wigan. I mean, at a push, I could get there in an hour and a half on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a podcast that's an episode um, <coughs> but it is a road trip still a road trip yeah so are you a fan of road trips because I do like them with the right people and the right uh, situation um, I like them if I don't have to drive because I really really hate driving so much right and if we're going somewhere hang on there's a sign there Kirby and McGull which is where we both grew up you grew yeah. up in Kirby I grew up in McGull oh my god that's yeah. weird isn't it it. I'm out of that. This is meant to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I don't have to drive, I'm, I'm all over it, to be honest. I organised the playlist and um, do you know what really disappointed me about road trips as I got older as an adult? 
like motorway service stations. Yeah, because as a kid, they were like beacons of, they were yeah. magical, they were like little holidays in, within a holiday, weren't they? Now and now I just go and people watch and go, what's their story? Sitting in the massage chair on their own. <laughs> Playing on the, uh, the, the driving game after having driven for seven hours. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I'm just having yeah. a break. Yeah, service stations as a kid were always like this amazing because you, you'd only go there if you were driving to a holiday, like going camping or something. Yeah. And then now, I I mean, I have a favourite service station. Which one is it? It's the one on the M6 up by Carlisle. Yeah, that's my favourite. Yeah. With the gorgeous view. Yeah, it's gorgeous it's view. It's amazing. It's got all like, you know, homemade food and stuff. It's dead nice. Yeah. I mean, you act like a dot-com millionaire when you go to a service station, don't you? <laughs> you like that. What, 15 quid for a ham sandwich? Yeah. We're on our holidays. Yeah, fuck it. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, I mean, we, we, when we went to Butlins the other week on the way back, we stopped for some food. It's four of us getting a meal, coffees and snacks. And 45 quid to spend yeah. on the way home. Human. But yeah, I mean, I like a road trip. I don't even mind driving that much. It depends on the distance and the, what's the point. Like, what, like if it's just, if we're going on a holiday, like me and my mates used to go camping in Newquay. I'm going back 20 years now, but like every summer we go camping. And the excitement on the way there was just unbelievable. And we'd spend weeks making these playlists yeah. beforehand. Remember one year we made all, it was mixtapes back then. We made these mixtapes. Oh, my mate got a punctures, so we had to hire a car. We hired a car and had a CD player in. We were fuming. We couldn't play our mixtapes. Oh no. No, so we had to just stick CDs on. Heavy that. But that was exciting, Trap. We used to set up at midnight, loads of snacks. We'd get there at like seven in the morning and then just put our tent up and just go at it. It's great. That sounds amazing. But then you'd have to come home after the heavy week. Yeah. It's not the same. Well, I've been thinking, actually, maybe you can tell me yours, but I've been thinking who, who I would have on my perfect road trip. Oh, my God. I, well, that's, that's a big question. So tell me who you'd have on yours. Well, I've got two people so far. Maybe I can think of another one before the end of the episode. But first would be Michael Knight. Now, I know he's fictional, but he's got that boss car, hasn't he? Kit. Yeah. Knight Rider. Not so, very spacious inside, though. Not very spacious, which makes my second choice rather baffling. And my second choice is Pavarotti. Oh, my because, God. Because <laughs> A, just the same trying to get Michael, in. Michael, he's never going to fit in this car. Michael, I can't breathe, Michael. <laughs> Michael, the suspension's gone. Michael, I'm sick of fucking Ness and Dorma. Because actually I was thinking, Ness and Dorma, um, you know, a road trip, the, the negative thing for me is when you're almost falling asleep at the wheel. And you need, at that point you need the right people, the right conversation, or you need Pavarotti just launching into a, a massive crescendo of a song. That sounds like hell, having Pavarotti in your car singing opera. <laughs> and right I, I don't mind a bit of opera, but there's a time and a place. Yeah. Let's dress up nice and go to a nice, like, theatre. Not in the back of Michael Knight's car. <laughs> Trans Am. I used to want a Trans Am, but yeah, they're not, they're not very spacious. Although we are recording this in a mini, so... It's actually a big mini and it's not too bad. But I'm not driving too fast because I don't don't want the engine to get too loud and then it's not be able to be heard. So I'm doing a very. (coughs) I'm glad I'm I'm not comfortable with fast driving. I'm borderline care crawling either on on a motorway. So I mean, I could walk faster. (laughs) Those roller skates were probably very quick. Yeah, so uh, I don't know who else I'd have on my perfect road trip, but like snacks are important. Oh, defo. I love a pork pie. In, yeah. a, in the car I don't know what it is it tastes nicer if I'm moving 
I eat a pork pie like an apple though, and I'm a pig. <laughs> I'm just I like a fat the li- little pig. I like the little ones because then you can eat multiple. Yeah, but in service stations, they just sell the great big individual Not ones. Not in Waitrose. You see, I know the service stations that well. I know where the Waitroses are. You know Richard Branson, Waitrose is out of my reach, lad. <laughs> But then I, I think, well, I'm going to have to pay a tax bill, so this is actual sub- sustenance oh, in yeah. it on the way Deductible. to a gig. So, got all these, like... My friend, um, he does a lot of travelling for work, and he said one day he, um, he went to Burger King twice on the same journey. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it was a really long drive. So he set off, and the first services he went to, he got Burger King, and then he carries on driving, and then it was like four hours later, he was still a bit hungry. So just before he got home, he stopped off at the last services before oh, he got home and God. got another Burger King. And then at that year end, his account, the accountant work was like, listen, you've submitted two uh, receipts for Burger King for the same day. And he was like, yeah, I know, I had two Burger King the same day. And he said, she just looked at me with such disgust. And he said, I was like, I was hungry. And she was just like, oh my God. Could you not have found the Mackey's or something or mixed it up? I think I did Mackey's, Burger King and Subway in the same day once. Did like, you? It was a Mackey's breakfast. Oh, he must have been shit like a newborn uh, baby. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible doing that, you know. That's why, like, this at least the service station shops are better because you can get like a sandwich, you probably sandwich. Rather I, than a I do love a subway, mate. Yeah, full, full loaf of bread for a meal is great, it feels great. Yeah, it's that tasty. But, How uh, you would my guest be? I think, um, hmm, I can't think right now, it'll come to me, I'll let you know. Do you know, we've talked about David Attenborough quite a lot on this podcast, yeah. and I think I'd like to have him in the back of the car. Yeah, we'd be going on about carbon emissions <laughs> and. Like, bridges looking monstrous and, uh, oh, how many animals died for this, Tell you know, me not to throw me this bypass to be made. He'd just bring the, he'd bring the fun, he'd take the fun away. Yeah, but just if his commentary was there, that'd bring an extra element to the proceedings, But then it? he could also cause a crash, because imagine driving along and he'd use, oh my God, look, there's a golden eagle. And then you just go and look and then, like, just crash into the central reservation. You'd be like, Attenborough, yeah, what yeah. have we told you, man? Come on. There's going to be more emissions now from this car because of the explosion <laughs> and all the petrol burning and the height. Yeah, so I wouldn't have the same as Attenborough. No. I um, think at the moment I'd have Michael Richards. I'm really a fan oh, of his at the moment. Oh, he's great, isn't he? He seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, he's great. And do you know what he does? I've noticed whoever's with him on the on the show with him. He he's brings on him up to his level. Yeah. It, or or he, makes, it, he makes someone who's dead boring and serious into loads of fun. Like Sooness and Roy Keane, yeah. two of the most miserable buggers. And they laugh their heads off he's when he's great. on. Yeah. And also, he, he offers like proper analysis of the game, which yeah. a lot of the pundits don't. No, he's so what I call a tonic. He's very much a tonic. Yeah, and I'd just probably have Crystal, me mate. Yeah. Because we just, us three, me here and Micah, <laughs> the firm. <laughs> the gang. Back together the again. The three amigos. Yeah. Back together. <laughs> Back on the road again. Yeah. I can't wait to get Micah Richards out. Micah can drive again. because um, he's been a professional sportsman, so he's like probably. Um, his reactions good, are good. His reactions are good. He'd have a nice car and he wouldn't be bothered if me and Crystal had car wine because he, he's probably not wine. a big drinker. You'd have car wine in the back, wouldn't you? Yeah, we would. You'd definitely both be asleep on the way home and he'd be yeah. fuming. That's what annoys me when you take someone on a road trip and on the way home they fall asleep and you're like, come on, you're here for support. I can't, I can't fall asleep in a car. No. I can't fall asleep on a plane. I wish I could, I can't. I can barely fall asleep in a bed. <laughs> Have you ever been on any really long road trips? Oh, uh, one year, we went to the Edinburgh Festival with college. We were meant to go and see loads of like shows, 
But as usual, the Edinburgh Festival is just full of dickheads on unicycles <laughs> with top hats on. And we were just like, so let's we'll swerve this and just go on the ale. So we all just, we just went out the whole week. It's a great time to get to your face, the Edinburgh yeah, Festival. We were only well. about 18. And then when we came home, everybody, because I had to go there a day, because I'd been travelling in America and I got home and they'd all gone. So I followed them down the day after. And then, um, so coming home, they were on a different like train or bus to me. The only bus I could get was the one that takes like 10 hours from Edinburgh to Liverpool. It stopped like at every, all went all around the lakes. I did not have a penny to my name and we stopped in Bonus. There was all that nice food shops and all that and I was just, just staring through the shop windows looking at food. It was dead sad. And then when I got off the train, I was going to a wedding. So I literally got off the train, ran home, went to the wedding and just jumped on the buffet. <laughs> but it was horrible. Oh, and another time, me and Crystal had gone to London, and um, I'd gone for this like um, audition for Phil McIntyre. It was like a, a showcase, and he wanted to he wanted to see me act. Yeah. And I, I died on my hole, uh, and everyone else was like virtually professional or signed by him, and it was horrible. So we we ended up getting like into the Groucho Club with some of the people who were on this showcase, and. Um, Nobody, nobody just didn't spend a penny so we were dead on over the next day I'd lost my coat in the Groucho Club <laughs> and it was just from next and I'm going to the girl behind the bar excuse me is anyone had to do the coat from next <laughs> and she was just looking at me like she'd stood her shit anyway the next day we had to get the coach home because we were just like minch bags and the coach the heating the thermometer didn't work on the coach so it was roasting it was like it was like the kinder transport. It was horrible. Oh yeah. And it took Some ages. Of them are terrible, aren't they? We were sweating buckets and we're at the front going to the driver, please can you just like open your window? Yeah. And he was going a cart and I was just like, You can oh, just smell the chemical toilets from What's the back. your worst one? Um I've had loads of bad ones, but the, the I think the worst one I had was but the, it, it put it was put into like perspective by the pandemic because it was just before it was about ten days before COVID became a big thing. There was those storms, remember? People don't remember because yeah. it doesn't seem like a big deal now Now that we've been through the last 18 months. But I was coming back from Portsmouth or somewhere like that. Hedge End, I think it was, near Southampton. I was doing a tour show. And I was trying to get back and there were storms. And even to get to London took me about four hours. Oh, it no. took me about 15 hours to get home. I ended up sharing a taxi with this couple because they lived in Egbert, like not far from me. So we just... And then I got a text off my wife saying, yeah, um... A new fella's moved in. The kids are calling them dads. Like, I can't, I can't wait any longer. I've been away for about four days. So it felt like a long time. But that felt really bad. But then obviously COVID started. You're like, oh, was that? We thought that was the end of the world. That yeah. storm. That was actually just a bit of rain. But it then was, it was just a warm up for the real yeah, shit. Yeah, it was just like getting you nice and resilient yeah. for the, the proper shit storm. But um, the longest one I did, me and Rach. Uh, for her 30th we did like a road trip across America but not like Route 66 we did uh, San Francisco then we hired the car then drove to LA and then drove to Vegas and it was amazing the the LA to Vegas bit was amazing but the San Francisco to LA was fucking horrendous because we hired this car and it was a um, Ford Mustang like a brand new Ford Mustang red with a bonnet that was longer than this car were you terrified parking it? oh just getting in Getting in, driving in San Francisco. You've seen what San Francisco yeah, like the roads, all the fucking yeah. hills, trams, ge- I still, I still don't know what gear to be in on hills. No, not in a new car as well. I'd be stolen left, right, and centre. Just all over the place. So then, no. I was, 
had this sat nav on that didn't work. There was, we had the roof down because we just got in this car. And we're like, Let's put the fucking roof down. We had our suitcases there. We ended up I stalled and I was stuck at these lights in like this this district where everyone had said don't go near there. Yeah. I think it's called the meatpacking district or the <laughs> you know, what's it called the 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 ribeye district or something. It's all to yeah. do with the fact that people used to um, like give good cuts of meat to the police so it make them turn a blind eye to all the crime yeah. that was going on so and all these people were just staring at the car so I just put the foot down and we hadn't planned our route to LA and so we stopped and I just asked this fella I said excuse me mate which way is it to LA and that's like being in Liverpool and asking where Cornwall is yeah. he looked at me like are you, f- are you for real <laughs> like yeah anyway it's kind of that way but you're going to need more than that so we just we get on this on this road and we just drove for like 12 hours non-stop oh, no. and it was we just arguing and that's oh, the kind of thing where in your head you think oh this will be sound let's do this and then you actually do it and you're like yeah I'm going to get murdered at the roadside yeah. yeah they're going to find me remains in the middle of like the Nevada <laughs> desert <laughs> and everyone be going we tell them not to go we tell them not to do that stupid thing we warned them didn't we we said yeah. just go to Butlins we we thought we'd be driving down by the ocean along the ocean you know be like Dawson's Creek we'd stop and we'd that more like fucking Oh yeah, you'd have these Wolf moments Creek. of repose in the sunset. Yeah, we'd stop for like one of those, you know, diners. Yeah, have a, have a refill make friends coffee. with some surfers. Have yeah, little, little round to come by our. Get chatting to the the woman who's you know serving us coffee. She's really an actress, just following the dream and stuff. And in the end, we just drove for twelve hours on this highway where there was no view, and right at the end, sort of fell off a lorry in front. And I just thought I'm gonna have to drive into this. Caused a massive big dent in the front of this brand, brand new Ford Mustang. Fucking gutted. Did you ask for the excess? No, because we had we opted for this like super insurance. Oh, like an excess waiver. Yeah, so that that kind of worked out. But oh my god, Jesus. thank god for that. Yeah, but thankfully driving into Vegas was amazing because I felt I felt like I was on fear and loading in Las Vegas. And it was yeah, it's boss when you fly into Las Vegas because yeah. you literally like see everything. Yeah, it's all so close, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I, I just I would love to do like a longer road trip. We went when we went traveling we, in America. We did it. We got a. Gr- we had a, a train ticket to get around. It was dead cheap, actually, at the time. But we got to get a bus from, a, I think it was from Boston to New York. Anyway, I don't know where the bus was, but we had to get a Greyhound. And Greyhound buses, when you see them on films, like always part of some somebody's big adventure. Yeah. But in real life, they're just like getting the ten A. Yeah. Islands. That's it. They're, they're absolutely manky, and um, people who get the Greyhounds are like the most skimp people in America. Like the horrible people who've just got out of jail and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, our bus driver stopped at a drive through McDonald's and he went, Yeah, I'll stop here if you want to go and like have a rest stop and whatever. And everyone just gets off. But me, being me, goes up to the driver and I was, Oh, mate, do you want anything? I'll get you something to eat. What do you want? And he was like, No, you, you're fine. I went, No, I'll get you there. It's only just McDonald's dead cheap here. I'll get yeah. you what you want. He went, To be honest, I get free stuff because I bring you all here, so don't worry. Oh. He was like, But thanks very much for oh. like, asking me. So he's but got yeah. a commission probably, isn't he? Commission. Imagine truck, getting a commission from McDonald's. Every truck he brings in, he gets like 10%. Mm-hmm. I'll be picking people up. Hey, we've just drove past the bus stop where the girl was like stand up sleeping yeah. with her head against a post. Legend. And she was a legend. She's the mayor of yeah. Wigan. She's uh, going to be at the gig tonight. I've had some gigs like that, you know, when you're walking into like a city gig and you see this gang of lads and they're all dressed up and they're acting like knobbers and you're like, ah, oh, fucking hell, look at them knobbers across the road. And then you realise... They're going into the gig, yeah, and they're basically going to be on the front row of yeah, the gig. It's, you're it's like do. that. I hope they're not going to be at my gig. Oh god, they're going the gig, aren't they? They're going the gig. Yeah. So, have you got any uh, remedies for fixing road trips? Um, 
don't do them. Get a, get a fixer. Be rich. This is my 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 answer to everything. Get actually. rich. It you're is probably, actually. You're probably used to this now, listeners. But this is my answer to everyone. Get rich. Get a fixer. Get like a private jet. So that's your fix. My, my fix. I is like normally, getting the chain. Though. My fix is normally some kind of fascist solution where, where people <laughs> end up dying. So I think if you get rich and I get fascist, then I think well, the world. I mean, the world would be a different place. The world's in trouble. Different, yeah. Um, I think um, get a driver. Don't be the driver. That's number one. That will fix your road trip first. Um, I know. Don't stop at like the services that like. Plan too trip. close to home. Plan your trip. Yeah, there's nothing worse than stopping at Warrington Services when you've only yeah. just left the house. Or what's the next one up? It's uh, Nam. Is it Namwich? Namwich. Yeah. Good snacks. Good playlist. Playlist is is key, isn't it? Yeah. And also mix it up as well. You can't just have the same type of music. He's just gone through a red light here, bloody oh. hell. It's lawless round here, on this Yeah. Um, I, I'd fix road trips by, um, I suppose, ah, oh, I've gone the wrong way. So maybe I'm not the right person to fix a road trip when I can't follow <laughs> directions. Oh, here we go. Stuck on a roundabout. Yay. In Wigan. Living the dream. It's tough at the top. Folks, this is us still, still recording <laughs> seven hours later. <laughs> Help us! We've run out of tape and we're running out of petrol. We've been on this roundabout for seven hours. There's a Mackey's there. <laughs> you, uh, oh, are you getting commission? Yeah, I'm getting commission. <laughs> if you go in and buy some food, I get 10%. Um, I'd, I'd fix road trips. I suppose more people need to use public transport, don't they? That's a, that's a very serious yeah. solution. But public transport is so expensive in yeah. this country. Like, we just booked train tickets to London. Cost us a fucking fortune. Yeah, it's dear, isn't it? Absolute fortune. I hate motorways, right? I'll tell you what I hate about motorways. When you turn off to where you need to be and your sat nav says something really stupid like in ten yards, turn left, but turn slightly right, but turn left. Or they'll go, in forty yards, go east. And I'm like, I'm not on a fucking pirate yeah. ship. <laughs> I'm not Captain Cook. Keep the sun on your face. Yeah. In I, 500 yards... I don't know what 500 yards is. Indicate to go left, but then go right. Don't so, show your game plan. Like, choose whether your metres, miles... Your, I don't understand, like, why you have to be so... It's Fucking like they're trying to fuck with you. Yeah, I, I turn the sound off on mine and just look at it. Because otherwise yeah. it just drives me potty. I don't know where we were up to with the last bit, but... Um, we were saying we've got an email address. Yes. got an email address... Which is fix the world nine 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 because we are an emergency service. We are definitely at gmail.com. So it's fix the world nine 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 at gmail.com and it will be in the notes for this uh, episode. So um, get in touch and if you've got anything you would like to add about subjects we've fixed in the past or any subjects you'd like us to fix in the future, yeah, we are tell all us what you want us to fix. we are all ears. We can only respond. We're a legit emergency service now. That's it. With uh, uniforms and a siren. Mm, and and um, our siren would have to be a different type of siren, though, wouldn't it? Because you wouldn't want to get it confused with the others. No, but maybe I don't know. We'll think. Sound like a seagull. No. Uh, and have you got anything to plug, Kate? I've got a show coming up in the Liverpool Comedy Festival. Great. On the second of October in the Royal Court Studio, and. Um, Started off seven. It's called Please Like. Yes. We want you to like me, and I'm needy. So, so there's tickets left. It's going to be great. Please uh, go online and get some. Come see me. 
and there's a link for that in the, the notes for this episode yes, as well. So uh, and also, a load of my dates have just gone on sale for next year. So yeah. I'll, put, I'll put a. Well, let's go link heavy with this episode yeah. and, and stick uh, let's more of them in. Out. Yeah. Bad. Big style. Yeah. So we've just arrived at the DW Stadium. So we're we'll see if we can get a quick game of a fussy end before we start our game. I've, I've got a flyaway in the back, you know. Oh, oh nice one. Yeah. So I brought my boots. We're going to get on, and it's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to play heads and volleys. Heads and volleys, and, uh, yeah, whoever, whoever loses goes on first. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for listening, folks. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Fix the World Podcast with Sam and Katie. <laughs>